Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. We have made it to day 100. Well done to everybody that's been following along with the reading program and the devotionals. Day 100 is a monumental moment. It means for the last 100 days you have been reading the Word of God, you've been taking it in, you've been applying it to your lives, and I pray you'll have been seeing change in your lives. Please do email in, message in, let us know how these last 100 days have impacted you and your faith. We especially want to be praying for you, so do let us know what we can be praying for. But because it is day 100, we are going once again to the Word of God. We're going to Joshua chapter 11 and 12 and Acts chapter 2 and verses 42 through 47. First of all, we have Joshua. And in these two chapters, we recognise that the promised land was occupied by the enemies of God. Both Moses and Joshua had waged war on king after king. And we learn that through Joshua, the promised land was won and given to the people as an inheritance. It's quite difficult to get our heads around this, that God's promise and his promised land was fulfilled through the act of war. I've got to admit that I'm not particularly comfortable with this idea, yet all the same, that is clearly what happened. So let me say one thing before we go into the book of Acts. God in the covenant with Abraham was clear. Faithful people will be blessed and those who go against God will be cursed. All nations have a decision to make. Follow God or don't follow God. There's always a consequence to that choice, and for Joshua and the people, the land would be given to them, but for the enemies of God, it would be taken by force. Apply that to our lives now. God is on the side of his people. It might feel like we are losing. It might even feel like that we're at war with others, but know this, God is always for his people and always for the faithful. So we are to fix our eyes on Jesus. We're to look no other way because in doing so, we'll secure our salvation and our eternal promise as we focus in on Jesus. Now we head into Acts chapter 2, and in chapter 2 we have had two significant events. The first has been the giving of the Holy Spirit. We saw how the triune God worked together, the Father sending the Son, the Son ascending to the Father, then the Father sending the Holy Spirit. And with the power of the Holy Spirit, we get our second circumstance. Peter preaches the gospel to many unbelievers who marvel at its message. Through Jesus, whom they killed due to their sin, they can find salvation and peace with their creator. And we read that on this day, about 3,000 people became Christians. In our passage today, at the tail end of chapter 2, it's entitled Fellowship of the Believers or the Fellowship of Believers we see how these early Christians, this first church, if you will, organised themselves. At Lincoln Baptist, we have based our values on this passage for what we see is the church focused on what is important, hungry for the Lord Jesus and serving wholeheartedly. What do we see is the first thing they devote themselves to? Well, that's the apostles' teaching. Essentially, they were fully dialed in to Bible teaching. Notice this was the first focus to learn more about Jesus and to know all that he had commanded. Their second focus was to be devoted to the fellowship. This is the church body, the believers in Christ together. The Greek word often used to describe this fellowship is koinonia, a oneness found together in Christ. Third, they've devoted themselves to the breaking of bread. This was the regular obedient act of communion, remembering and proclaiming the sacrifice of Jesus. Finally, they focused on praying. They learned together, lived together, served together, and they ensured they spoke with God together. 
This clearly impacted their lives, for we're told that they were no rich or poor. Instead, they sold possessions so that they would all be equal in life. They spend day after day together, learning and spending time in fellowship. They praise God on all occasions, and God clearly was pleased, for he willed that the church would increase, and thousands were added to the number of early believers day by day. The faithfulness of the first church was rewarded with the faithfulness of God's blessing. When I look at this passage, I personally am quite broken and challenged to the core. What has the church become today, if not a bunch of folks with a bunch of opinions trying to get their own way? Look at this early church. They cared not for themselves, only for the Lord and one another. They cared not for earthly gain, but for spiritual wisdom. So eager to know more of Jesus that day after day they attended the Bible teaching sessions. Look at the church today. Can we honestly compare? I know as a church leader I will lead in such a way that Acts 2 churches would not be a thing of the past, but would be apparent right now and right here. I wonder, could you play a part in that? Could you have the attitude of Acts 2 in your approach to church? Just imagine if all the church acted in this way. I think that would truly be the bride of Christ. Let's pray together. Father, we do know there's parts in the Bible that make us feel uncomfortable. And certainly as we read through these wars to gain the promised land, we do feel uncomfortable. Yet we know that your plans are perfect and your ways are perfect. And so, Father, we humble ourselves before you, asking that you would help us accept your word. Father, we pray that we would realise that you are for your people and that we can be assured of salvation in your name. Father, we do pray about this Acts 42, 2.42 church. Father, we pray we would be like it. We pray that we would be devoted to the, the teaching, to fellowship, to breaking of bread, to prayer. Father, we pray that we would reveal through our actions as a church that we are truly all for Jesus. And so, Father, we pray with a heavy heart, knowing that there is much work to do for your namesake. Amen.